Hello, I'm Jeremy Eden. Oh, hi, Vern. I'm Dan Eden. <laughs> ho, 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 Vern. I'm Rick Schuler. <laughs> and this is 90 Under 90. You know what I mean? 90 movies, Vern. <laughs> <laughs> under 90 minutes. 126 69 105 5 negative 4 25000 or 23 just recycling it right over again hey Vern, it's me ernest Vern. That's going to be this whole fucking episode, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> so okay. at minute three, Ernest goes in, Vern, and then... Uh... Uh, just, yeah, just it's like Mr. Subliminal with, with Vern's, though. Uh, okay, today on our show, clocking in at 81 minutes, we are talking about 1990s Ernest Goes to Jail in our 90 under 90 A to Z letter E, directed by John Cherry in this movie. <laughs> And IMDb is John R. Cherry the Third. Damn, John. That's you a wanted to get more name. official after this. You had to yeah, class it people, up post Ernest. I don't want people asking dirty Ernest, questions about his middle name too. Like, what? What's your middle name, Busta? And they're like, No, yeah, that's gross. It's R. Cherry. It's R. <laughs> get out of here. Is it Poppin? Both of them kind of look like R's. A P and a B. That's true. So, you you know, really have a case there, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I buy it. You've sold me, man. You're right. I am a jury of the peers, and you know what? Innocent. Yeah, case closed. Mm-hmm. It's uh, funny, when all... his name came up on the screen, Jenny went, oh, look, a famous director. <laughs> John Cherry. We all know John Cherry. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, uh, He yeah, actually yeah. acts in, um, I, what is it, Goes to Rides Again or Goes to School? He's like like the it's a two hander with Ernest and a guy and he's like the guy in one of them. So like really? the director eventually just inserted himself into the movie. <laughs> it's my time. Put me yep. in, coach. Maybe oh. by maybe by the time they got around to Ernest rides again, they couldn't get anybody else to be in the Ernest movies. So. <laughs> oh come on, people are knocking down the Ernest door. You know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> Trying to get into that franchise. What's your favorite movie, Ernest movie, Vern's? Well, Vern, uh, I gotta say, mine is the stereotypical uh, uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, is that stereotypical? I feel like that's the default, right? It's mine. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I can say I definitely like Saves Christmas the least. Um, yeah. And then I was like, my memory of this movie prior to watching it again, I was like, this is probably the best in terms of the movies, like the probably the best movie. Because I remembered him acting as Mr. Nash, and I was like, so you know, there <laughs> there must be something in that performance. There was this um, their first or second outing with the Ernest franchise. This is third. The, e- the ECU. It's, Are you it's, serious? It goes to camp, and now I mean, we're talking like ten years of Ernest already at this point. Like he's been doing <laughs> Ernest for a long ass time at this point. Um, we'll get into that a little bit later, but it's Ernest goes to camp. Ernest saves Christmas. Ernest goes to jail. Ernest scared stupid. Ernest rides again. 
Ernest goes straight to video for the rest of his career until he dies. <laughs> Ernest considers suicide. <laughs> Ernest finds Jesus. Ernest yeah. goes on a diet. Ernest climbs a mountain. Ernest becomes a window washer. That was my favorite. Ernest Absolutely. does his taxes is one of my top uh, top five mm-hmm. in the ECU. Definitely Ernest, my top, one of my, probably my top 11. I, <laughs> I, 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 I got to say I'm a big fan of the tranquility that is Ernest goes to sleep. Oh yeah, one of one of It's Twilight Hours. It's it's peaceful. It's a nice movie. It's not as you know chaotic and frantic as some of these Ernest movies are. Um, but to answer the question that you you did <laughs> ask me, um, I I kind of I gotta say scared stupid just because like there's visual novelty to it. Mm-hmm. Um, none of them are very good movies, you know. Yeah. Like it, this is one. This is a series where the childhood does not save it outweigh it no it's all it's it's, it's kind of hard to get through Ernest saves movies. nostalgia yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's no Eartha kit to save it but you do have uh Chuck and Bobby who like and then you got that other guy who like who is in scared stupid he's like the the southern analog he's like the curly Joe <laughs> to Chuck in this uh yeah <laughs> eventually even the guy playing Chuck was like I'm not doing that anymore Fuck it's man. not like he died he went out he, he was still working I can't do the eye thing anymore guys he's <laughs> a little piece of trivia for you he is uh who uh big daddy on the Simpsons in that oh, episode really? oh, is he? yeah interesting yeah. Gaylord Sultane or something like that. Why didn't that spinoff take off with uh, Quimby and Skinner? I don't know. Yeah. Still among my least favorite episodes of all time. (laughs) I like it. It's it's wacky. It's it's all in that third segment that I I despise so much. Oh, the musical one. Yeah. Yeah. That not that variety show. What do you think of the lovematic grandpa, guys? <laughs> okay, Mo with that. and grandpa, that was pretty good. Yeah, pretty good team. Yeah. Look, I'm a, I, I am a big, I am a longtime proponent of more Mo. Mo Just Mo, curly. give me a Mo Mo show. Give Mo me a, Mo, uh, less problems, as they say. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Give me a whole Mo show. I'm fine. Well. We're we're talking Ernest here. We are talking about Ernest. <laughs> Ernest goes to jail, which which starts off. Um, with a with a jazzy rocky i forgot i honestly my memory of this movie was that it started with the song that's at the end of this movie the the tree climbing shoes song whatever <laughs> don't make me climb these yeah. are my tree climbing shoes yeah, clearly, <laughs> clearly a white dude doing like a rastafarian accent <laughs> yeah it's not offensive. It's so stupid. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. But no, we get this banger of a rock song where they're it's, talking about uh, this ain't no pink champagne. This is a ball and chain. This you is know? this is like this is Ernest's James Bond opening, man. It like very much is. it literally is, man. <laughs> and like, like like let's be let's all admit that like you know, Scared Stupid does have its pretty uh, good opening sequence there, you know. Um, you know, oh, with, with all the, the, the clips and clips, yeah. even that little song is kind of catchy in its own way. We put on or uh, goes to Africa to just to watch the first few minutes. And oh, it's boy. it's same style, but it look it's like DV footage of him like in like hiding behind like a fake plants in like a studio. <laughs> and then it cuts to stock footage of like lions in Africa and stuff. And that was like really 10 years bad. later. 
97 or 98 was like the last one that he did (laughs) it's bad you can't convince me that these all weren't just straight to uh vhs no no, there was theatrical yeah those first five that's at least until ernest scared stupid i i see conflicting reports on ernest rides again and i don't remember but it's Ernest Rides again. I believe it was. Then yeah, Ernest goes to school, slam dunk Ernest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I think it's... Ryan the Cook, Ernest, Tales of Space Jam. Ernest I think goes it's... to Africa, and then Ernest in the army. Uh, Hats Off Entertainment on YouTube does a great Jim Varney tribute, and it talks about the franchise of Ernest and just how he got started in commercials and how it segued on. Yeah, that was too. crazy. I, yeah. I didn't know that, that he started out as like Flo, uh, you know, like an exactly. like a commercial. Except, except if Flo went to different franchises and right. did it, yeah. it's like right. so weird. Yeah, Flo, I mean, Flo is fairly popular, and I'm sure that there are a bunch of idiots who would, like, cheer for Flo if she showed up at a ball game or something like that. But, <laughs> like, literally, Ernest was stealing Mickey Mouse's thunder, which is why they were – he was approached by Disney to be like, all right, let's 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 work together and, and maybe release some movies. And that's how he got these first four How movies. was he stealing Mickey's thunder? There was, like, a parade or something like that wherein like Mickey Mouse was there or like it was as, as a game or something like that, like a, a big game, like a, you know, like a football game or something? baseball the, game. I think I think it was a baseball game. game. Mm-hmm. And uh, and like Mickey Mouse was there, like in attendance or something like that. And like he got a bunch of applause. But when Ernest <laughs> came out, it was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and they were all like the place. No! <laughs> they all said it in unison. <laughs> that night we actually got to see who Vern was, and it, nobody liked that. Guys, yeah. We are Vern. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's it's true. very existential. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and that's when like and and um, I can't remember who it was, but it was like Michael uh, or not Michael? Who was uh Michael Jackson? Char- no, who was in charge of Disney at the time? Michael, yeah, Michael Jackson. No, was it Michael Eisner? Eisner, Michael Eisner. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Whoever it was, like in this time, yeah, it was Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. Uh, all of these professional people were, yeah, no, they uh, uh, they were there at the game, and then they were like, "What the fuck? Like, did they did Ernest just steal Mickey Mouse's thunder?" We can't. And then they were that. like, "Get that Ernest guy on the they phone. must own him. That's Get him what on the team, Disney." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you become part of the Borg collective that is Disney. <laughs> Just a big cube in space. Like, well, no, we'll it's a sphere at Epcot, right? Movies. Oh, right, with yeah. big, yep, big ears. Yep. Uh, the movie opens. Should we get into it? Yeah. After yeah. the after the cool <laughs> James Bond. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. We're already in it. <laughs> did you guys watch it at 1.5? <laughs> <laughs> no, what I mean, Bird? Know what I mean, Bird? Oh. Wow. Okay, so the security guards, it's you got Chuck and you got Bobby, and Bobby has such an interesting face. He's the silent one. He's like the the teller to yes. his pamphlet. Uh, yes. And that they're playing, they're really playing a game of red light, green light as like a sort of exercise, a training exercise outside of the bank that they are security guards at. Yeah. And they're kind of stopping and going, and and they're trying to be stealthy. They eventually go in. And it's Ernest mopping the floor, and he just fucks up their whole spot. He goes, hey, hi, fellas. <laughs> and then, like, Ernest, god damn it. And Bobby, he takes his work very seriously, so he's clearly upset about this. And uh, then we get, a, we get a bit of a the, – the beginning of Ernest's magnetic powers. He's got superpowers in this one. Yeah. 
I wish they called back to that in the future. They do, Daniel. They do? Apparently, in Ernest Rides Again, he becomes Electro Man again. Oh, nice. How come that movie didn't do, like, amazingly? (laughs) Because it's the whole damn thing is about a tank and, like, jewels from England. And, and, like, there's nothing interesting about the plot of this. (laughs) You sold me. Yeah, so it's interesting. So Disney technically owns the Ernest (laughs) franchise, correct? Yes. So Ernest has superpowers. He he could technically be worked into the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this point. They could pull him in. I'm honestly, I honestly question like why the Ernest movies are not on Disney Plus at this point because they are family friendly Touchstone movies and Touchstone was a label by Disney. You know, Touchstone released Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So you know, if Who Framed Roger Rabbit could be on there, why can't Ernest be? Okay. I'm glad you brought this up because we were watching uh, Watcher once again to bring up YouTube. They were doing a top five beatdown. It was the hottest Disney characters. <laughs> Is Jessica <laughs> Rabbit a Disney character? I mean, she's tech- she's a maroon cartoon, Daniel. Let's let, let's <laughs> that required a Daniel. Let's uh, yeah, live very let's, serious. Let's be true to the universe. So she is not. Disney. I mean, yes, she's technically Disney, and Jessica Rabbit is in, like, there is a Roger Rabbit ride in Disneyland, I think. All right. Or well. something. Somewhere, there's a, there's a there's a ride that has Roger Rabbit in it. There's, like, still something that features her, because they remodeled her recently. Like, they gave her a slightly different bust line, I think. <laughs> Jared, should we mimic uh, Watcher and do a Snowa of the hottest Disney characters? No. I would, all right. I'd, I'd feel uncomfortable doing shot that. Shot it down instantly. Oh, it what if it's get... just all the men? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then you I'm don't done. have to objectify female cartoons. Just <laughs> male cartoons. That's fine. right. I mean, totally I wasn't going to exclude men in the and hottest animals. Characters. Just male animals. Yeah. yeah. Hottest yeah, just, Disney male. You animals. know what? We're going to need separate yeah. lists for the animals because I mean they're in a class all their own. Oh yeah. That's true. And I'm right. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm that 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 little squirrel in uh sword in the stone. Right. Oh, the okay. <laughs> that was the one that I. You know what? I'm not even gonna lie here. I'm gonna tell you guys honestly. When I saw that as a kid, I would get that's a, I, emotional for her. I felt that's a great pull. Yeah, honestly. sexual awakening for Jer. <laughs> I guess sword the in the squirrel stone. and the sword in the stone. Oh God, you pulled out that stone, that sword, and I was just like that and the squirrel, and I'm confused. Madam Mim for me, you know. Yes. Yeah. Madam absolutely. Mim. What's that from? A sword in the stone. Oh. Yeah. She does. She does the magic off, doesn't she? I, with the. I, uh, I haven't seen the movie. I remember the. All Jerry remembers is the score. <laughs> I remember the. Jerry, there's squirrel, magic. Guys. Merlin's in the movie. You remember? Yeah. Remember? What? There's a sword. What are you talking about. It's a movie about squirrels, <laughs> guys. We're in love. A busty squirrel. I, I like it when there's walruses. <laughs> <laughs> that was Dan's. I like turtles moment. <laughs> um. So they uh, he interrupts their exercise and, you know, he wants to Ernest expresses that he wants to be a bank clerk more than anything, just like uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in The Lookout. <laughs> he, he he really badly wants to be a bank clerk. He aspires to high heights. And, um, he has a head injury from a hockey game. But, uh, and and Ernest is just a walking head injury, so it's, there's yeah. a lot of similarities. There is. How much I think denim the does he a, wear in The Lookout? I'd have to go back and look at <laughs> the denim count. He does have but, the vest, yeah. Yeah, and the hat, the tan hat. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's just Where a modern, it's modern Ernest. 
They sell a tan hat at like let's say like you know one of those high end stores for a, like five hundred dollars. <laughs> and Ernest P. Oral just does a <laughs> regular baseball cap. <sighs> That'd be great. So he becomes magnetic. How does this happen? Like he messes with the vacuum because like that thing's on the fritz and it says warning do not flip switch on and off. Multiple, yeah, very quickly or whatever. <laughs> or rapidly. <yeah. laughs> and that's how he somehow I guess that's like you see like badly like animated shocks going up and down his spine well the water from the uh uh from the wet version of the buffer spills all the floor then it hits the floor then it electrifies him see and he doesn't die no 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 why would he die ernest is an immortal that's true you remember when he got squashed in that trash compactor and ernest scared (laughs) stupid (laughs) he can't be killed pervious Remember when Rimshot turned into a wooden doll? Let's go over it. Milk is the weakness. Uh, no, a mother's care is the real weakness, Dan. The heart of a child. Oh, right. mother's uh, care. That didn't warrant a Daniel. Like they were, yeah, they were just lactose intolerant. Right. Yeah. They got shit. bad shits. Yeah, yeah. bad shits. Mm-hmm. Trantor oh. can't handle the dairy. <laughs> Welcome to your thirties. He did he did grow in power. Not even milk can stop me now. <laughs> so we are doing yeah, this, huh? All right, let's tadpoles <laughs> growing let's out of it. his head, whipping around. Mm-hmm. Ernest, yeah, he's electrified and uh gets stuck in like the vault, basically, like to hide from the file cabinet so it seemed to have it out for him. Very purposely chasing him. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> there he is i've been waiting to kick his ass all year <laughs> or maybe that or you know because he's magnetic they are attracted to him and they just uh, can't help but like that squirrel yeah, yeah like turn the squirrel yeah magnetic this, this didn't awaken me in any way <laughs> that's a like it's like because i was trying to think like what is a good like example of an animal female and like no shame like even as a kid like Roxanne, like, I guess it's more anthropomorphic, but like, I'm talking like, yeah, that's a good pull with the squirrel. It's okay <laughs> to have like a minor crush as a sure. kid. Yeah. On an but, animal. Uh, yeah. In a Disney movie, they make them so cute. So anyway, yeah. next day, you got Oscar Pendle Smythe's assistant, Charlotte Sparrow. She, uh, so that's the guy. He, Oscar Pendle Smythe is the guy who owns the bank. He's the stuffy manager. Mm hmm. And he's and, always uh, he he just he he ain't gonna give Ernest that promotion. Of course, he not with all the shenanigans. And, he's at a ten Charlotte. the whole time. He comes in hot. He's like red in the face when he sees Ernest. Definitely, he's his blood pressure's through the roof. Old Pendle Smythe, he shows up and he sees the mess. Uh, actually, they clean it up the the next day before. Uh, yeah, Charlotte before sees he gets the mess. There. She sees the mess. She's like, Ernest, if you're gonna get promoted to be a bank clerk, you better <laughs> clean your shit up here. She's like, look, look how bad this bank is. Your boss is going to be here in five minutes. Let's get it cleaned (laughs) up. And then then, that was good. Thanks for all the help. And like now through a 2022 lens, I think a lot of people, they look at Ernest and they might think like, well, it's lines when he tells Charlotte, like, she's like, did you read the literature on even becoming like a bank teller? He's like, well, it was just there's so many words and it was tiny and there was no pictures. People are like, Does he have a learning disability <laughs> or should we not even read into this at all? I, I mean, think, it's, oh, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just gonna say, I think he's a buffoon and that it's as simple yeah. as that. 
Okay. He's a stooge. He's one of the stooges, basically. Yeah. That's, Which yeah. I guess you could argue they might have learned. <laughs> Let's crack that open. Um, I think there's people, the, the, these people in these 90s, like, and earlier on, the buffoon of mm-hmm. these movies and TV shows, they clearly had a lot of head trauma. <laughs> they, yes. were getting, they were getting hit very often straight to the head, right to the dome. <laughs> so concussions were probably very rampant. All the time. I'm pretty sure I got one when I was hanging out with you guys with the go-kart. Um, nah, no, you were fine. <laughs> no, there was a lot of blood, but that. you were fine. You were fine. You were fine. <laughs> Look off. at you. Look at you. You're doing great. Hey. Eh, guys, I don't feel so. Um, anyway. Toast. Yeah, that, that tan that tan uh, hat of his is not lined with anything. So, yeah, he's he's probably taking a lot of sure. head, head drama. Right. But, uh, yeah, they clean up the bank, and uh, uh, from there, like, wh- when do we go to the, the jail? Well, too, it takes know. way too long. It takes yeah. way too long. It takes for about a, 30 minutes. Basically, Ernest takes a bath, and, like, you get to see that he's, like, a, That's right, a shitty inventor. Charlotte's, like, got this weird mixed message where she's like, well, let's go out to dinner, and, like, I'll give you professional advice. Like, yes. she's like, can you friends. just come to my tacky house, Charlotte? Like, <laughs> My Pee-wee's Playhouse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my poor man's Pee-wee breakfast maker that might shoot your head off. <laughs> I made Wait it for myself. <laughs> Ernest P. Whirl, inventor extraordinaire. <laughs> I guess. Why are the buffoons always like inventors or the childlike man, the man-child? They're always like. You got like uh uh, uh what's his face Pickles from uh, Rugrats. Mm-hmm. You got uh the dad. You got uh Pee Wee, the kind of mm-hmm. child man, man-child. Ernest. What else am I thinking of? I don't know. But there's something with inventing and and creating this wonder of a house. Yeah. And and there is something to be said about the learning disability thing when they have the technical capabilities to construct these elaborate devices. Mm. I mean, you know, Pee-wee in particular, that's one hell of a, you know, there's a lot of engineering that goes into that that morning breakfast machine. Especially to time it all correctly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're savants in some ways. Absolutely. And um, well, who do you think would uh, win in an invention off, Pee-wee or Ernest? <laughs> I feel like Pee-wee's stuff always worked. He never really had any issues with stuff working, right? Yeah, his his stuff is fine. Yeah, I yeah. feel like Ernest's stuff was kind of like a little on the fritz, Shitty. a little half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. But you know what? Ernest <laughs> Ernest's philosophy is quantity over quality. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he, yeah, he takes a bath in his like fucking washing machine, <laughs> which is a really bad prop, man. Like this is just, so it's a wooden box and he doesn't even like, there's no button. Like they can't even put a fake button on it. They just paint the word start. On it. <laughs> yeah, nothing lights up, nothing compresses. And he just clearly spins around. I was so enthralled with the story. I didn't notice any of that stuff. <laughs> Look, well, Dan, the, look, about, look on your background right behind. Oh, you it's can't. there. Yeah. Uh, is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The washing machine is literally behind you. I always change my background now for this new season. And, uh, yeah, today's background is I'm hanging out with Ernest in his laundry room, I think. And he's yeah. looking at me, sort he's of. Like, he's, like, looking at your shoulder. He, he kind of looks like he's <laughs> looking at your ass from this angle. It <laughs> does look like he's checking. And he's doing, like, a, hey, ooh. He's hey, like, hey, ooh. Hey. <laughs> Ernest, the wrong idea. 
Ernest he's trying to give me Dan. Trying to give me a rim a rim job. That's what his dog's name was originally. <laughs> yeah, when this was going to be an R-rated uh, franchise. Do you honestly think on the set Jim Vardy accidentally or anybody probably Varney said rim job and everyone laughed? He's like, ah, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Let's I think, uh, in all honesty, I think Jim Varney was probably too distracted to thinking about when he can smoke a cigarette again <laughs> to even think about a joke that's not on the page. All right, let's do this in one take. <laughs> running through his veins no but yeah. you know i did yeah. that he did apparently have like a photographic memory and could read it once and like remember really? a lot of uh because uh, he would do that for like because he did so many ads oh, sure. that like he yeah he could read the ad like once and then just swap out the uh the companies that they were talking about I heard the sham wow guy had a very similar uh, ability <laughs> except he punches things instead of remembering them <laughs> Except he punches people in the face yeah. Dude, instead of remembering his lines. I'm sorry we're going down like this crazy <laughs> rabbit hole, but that guy, I just found out. You remember that, like, you'd see late night promos on Comedy Central for the underground comedy movie? No. And it was, like, no. raunchy, like, okay. It's like, you can only order it. It's so raunchy, you can only <laughs> order it on this number here. So it was, like, Girls Gone Wild, but a comedy Especially, special? Yeah, but like sketches and but like it's like oh. movie 47 quality, like really uh, dirty, Jesus, like yeah. depraved. And he's the guy who conceived it all. I found <laughs> out the sham. Wow. Guy. Wow. Sham. Wow. Sham. Wow. Sham, yeah. wow. Exactly. Anyway, he punches his problems um, <laughs> back to Ernest, who does not. Maybe Nash does. I think now we start to meet this Nash feller. We cut and they to work the prison. Hard at keeping his face covered until the last possible minute. <laughs> the first time you see him is when they intimidate a guy who owes him money. Uh, the guy who is his assistant, the, 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 the hulking. Uh, this was so silly to me. The guy this from Ace Ventura. Yeah, uh, Randall Lyle. Cobb. Right. His name's Lyle. Yeah. Get away from Get away the door. Away from the door. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to uh, uh, season one. Like first yes. few episodes, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, we covered Classic. that. Classic. Um, no, the, just this whole idea of just like him giving these prisoners a deadline for money. Like, where are you <laughs> going to get the no. money into the prison? And what are you, Mr. Nash, going to do with this money? Hey, man, they got a system and he doesn't accept. He doesn't promote tardiness. No, that's one thing he abides said. by. Murder's fine. Tardiness. Yeah. Everybody's got their moral codes. <laughs> that sounds. So they shoot him from behind. You got Randall Tex Cobb with like this crazy, like he looks like a Street Fighter character yeah, with yeah, his. Yeah, yeah. And they both do. The other guy's got that gold tooth, and he like kind of has a, another. Yeah, he does. Look about him. Does. Um, and and even like the whole prison is heightened. Let's talk about this prison for it's a minute. It's crazy here. stylized. Yeah. It looks like a it looks like Joel Schumacher's Batman movies. But, yeah, but then like the bank and everything. I mean, his house is obviously extreme, but the outside of the house isn't very stylized at all. It's very normal. Yeah, he yeah, just got some we, shit in the lawn, I think. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, then it's Gotham in that prison for sure. I don't know why they could only get pink gels for all of their life. <laughs> it looks like a club. It looks like a nightclub the whole time. <laughs> all the and guards the, are wearing David Byrne pink <laughs> suits. <laughs> With you know, this is not my prison. <laughs> and it's yeah, they it's very they're definitely going for something here. 
They look like it's the Pepto Bismol uh, institution. <laughs> <laughs> the criminally insane. And uh, anyway, they're in there, and like, yeah, he's a, he's gonna kill this guy if he doesn't give him his money. So we know that this guy Nash is uh, a. We don't know what his face looks like, and B, he sounds like a, maybe a, a mean earnest, and C, we might run into him again. So he might be coming back to play. Yeah, we, he has an associate, and this was the other Street Fighter character. His name is Ruben, and uh, he's got the gold tooth, and he yeah. does look like an old eight-bit video game-like character, <laughs> like in a boxing game or something. And uh, so anyway, what ends up happening is Ernest gets called for jury duty. Uh, we should rewind though, because he does oh, yeah. go to with he, uh charlotte yeah, he, he, he's still got some uh some residual residual magnetism. yeah mag- residual magnetism is the exact phrasing <laughs> i was trying to find thank you that's how, that's the name of my autobiography that's the whole idea of the book is like well i've attracted the last few of you <laughs> that i'm gonna get this you're my last audience I'm not getting more than this for a sensual <laughs> The New York Times calls it Times calls it pointless. Yeah. Um, so they very yeah, belittling was, to the reader. <laughs> <laughs> very condescending. I don't know why he had to take such a condescending tone. His last few fans. I guess I'm stuck with you people. (laughs) Well, that sucks. <laughs> All right, so he gets called. Oh, oh I'm sorry. He uh, he goes out to dinner with Charlotte. He still has residual magnetism. <laughs> He's wearing his best, his dinner best, which is his same his dinner vest. Sure. Yep. Same denim vest as yeah. usual. Uh, Rimshot surprisingly is not there with him at the fancy restaurant. I was <laughs> I was expecting him to pull out a little just, dog antics. Like, now. Would you guys have liked it if there was like some kind of fancy suit version of this that basic outfit that yes. he's wearing, where yes. it's like, I, I think I would too. Yeah, it's like There's a cut-off thing. tuxedo top without the sleeves, but then just an undershirt, like a white undershirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going back to Pee Wee, he's always dressed up, like he's ready to go to dinner oh, yeah. mm-hmm. all the time. That's Not the weird thing about Pee Wee is that he oddly fits kind of everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, That's why well, we should all dress like him. You're flamboyant, <laughs> but it, it's it's appropriate for the setting. Red bow tie, white galoshes with the little tassels, you know. <laughs> yep. Gray suit. Yep. Dress for the job you want. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, where are we? They go out to dinner, and he's like, forks and knives are coming at him from across the table because but, he has that residual magnetism. But just a few. Just a few. Yeah. Some not, aren't. Not, <laughs> For not some everything. <laughs> not the jewelry <laughs> that she's got on no. or, you know, anything like that. And just a butter knife, not a fork. And apparently. Life selectively goes after him, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, they're just attracted to him. They just can't help it. They come alive in their own way, and they just want to pounce him. They but yeah, that. apparently the uh, the 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 lobster is also made of metal too, because that's just <laughs> just clinging to it. Yeah. Keep in I mind, know. this is a dead cooked lobster at this point. It's not <laughs> the lobster before it goes into the tank. That's why they get the hell out of that scene right after that lobster. I think. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we can't we can't work backwards from this. We can't explain our way out of this. <laughs> just so cut, just cut, cut to the next scene. Mm-hmm. 
It's just a funny visual, guys. Don't don't read into it. <laughs> it was at that moment that Charlotte realized, well, this man is pointless to even try to help at all. <laughs> I was going to fuck this guy, but uh, <laughs> oh, I man, might go I for gonna... Chuck or Bobby. Now, maybe both <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, the way that Bobby kind of dressed her down and made her show her show yeah. him the ID, she's kind of turned on by Bobby. A little bit in a weird way. <laughs> it's that authority, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, the, the dinner goes, I guess, okay. I mean, he's earnest, so he walked – like, it doesn't matter. There's no stakes to that dinner. He leaves. He uh, he ends up getting called for jury duty, and uh, he has to cross his neighbor. Chuck and Bobby are his neighbors. They shoot their – Bobby's shooting a gun, a revolver in the house. At, at, a pretty good shot, to be fair. Yeah, but there's but, a so Ernest people. comes through the door, right? Ernest comes through the front door. Chuck is aiming at the front door through a target. Mm-hmm. And then when Ernest comes through, no bullets have protruded through this wooden door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. it's Because he's a good shot. <laughs> he has a target. Stop the bullets. He loves paper. Yeah, dead yeah. in their tracks. A little Matrix <laughs> action. He's a, He can curve the bullets, too, like wanted. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, my favorite James McAvoy film. <laughs> so... Uh, he's 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 such an idiot. He like it's like the jerk when he says the new phone books are here. He's like bragging about getting called for jury duty to Chuck and Bobby, and Chuck's like he gets it. He's well, like, I yeah, mean, that's come great. On. But, this, this is a man who has not been recognized as a human being until now. This is a the, good point. Society finally <laughs> acknowledges that he's a an, an adult man. It's a it's a good and, point. This is useful. That's why like getting his license was such a big deal in Rides Again. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, he's it is uh, he's got called to jury duty. Chuck's like that's great, and I love this. Like this this is great comic timing when they sit at the table and like he calls Bobby over to eat, and uh, he has like I don't know what he's eating. What does Chuck have? It's like a tortilla. He, like he folds it and then he it, takes a bite. It looks like a burrito that's falling apart. Yeah, it's super. Exactly. I, I I wondered the same thing. I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, and then a gingerbread man pops up from the toaster, and Bobby immediately shoots it. And the timing of the, of the dialogue and then I thought it was really great. It was like, that's the reason they got one more, another theatrical movie. Just <laughs> that scene. The gingerbread like, man sold them. Pretty good. The studio. Yeah. They were just like, in fact, that was the first day of shooting. They were just like, let's see what they're doing on this Ernest picture. This is the third <laughs> one already. Like, we better check in on it. Gold. <laughs> all right. Holy Let's shit! Like the right. next one. Do you want to come back tomorrow? No, no, no. no. Keep doing everything. what you're doing. <laughs> if everything's half as good as that, we have a blockbuster on our hands. It is, guys. <laughs> we're looking at at least five more straight to theaters. Straight to theaters. Fantastic. So this is he. It's not long before he just goes to the uh, the trial, right? Yeah, it's pretty short. Uh, after well, they go to jury selection first mm-hmm. and that's where he has the uh the, isn't that that where the pen thing happens because they like he sees them yeah like the you know the uh uh the gold tooth guy uh i don't remember uh, ruben 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 no no that's um, straight up the trial that's not even yeah, jury yeah selection. it is it's the trial i, I think yeah, right. i thought yeah. it was jury selection too when they started the scene but it's full on the trial they've already accepted this guy somehow into the jury Okay. All right. Yeah. The, my memory is because he goes back to the cell, and then that's when they devise the plan to make the old switcheroo. But I well, guess they, that's they just, in the, they, just went, they just had a recess. 
And yeah. in the scene, in the scene, the uh, gold tooth guy leans over to his lawyer and then the lawyer says we should do the trial. We should move the trial to the jail so the jury can get like the scene of the crime. Uh, that's right. That's right. Yes. To go. So we're, to like way, we're like way wait. into the trial. Yeah. <laughs> we are deep into this trial. <laughs> we don't really know who this guy Ruben is. We do know he's an associate of the guy with no face, Nash. And that's uh, he murdered somebody in jail. So he should uh, have his sentence uh, indefinitely extended. So Ernest, but yeah, the pen thing. He's got a pen. How, yeah, so I mean, they're deep in this trial. How many pens has he actually gone through? I wonder at this point. <laughs> I don't know, but this yeah. is so gross. I hate <laughs> it's this. Super <laughs> gross, and the ink is like weirdly sticky looking. It's yeah. like oily, sticky. <laughs> it's it's gross, but also funny. Like this, I I did laugh quite a bit at this sequence because he goes to it's not you know like the ink is one thing and then him like putting the paper in his mouth is another thing but then there's a point where he actually just wipes his face and i'm just oh, like you fucking idiot it's so gross that is one thing that uh jim varney you know he's he's pretty good physical comedian yeah mm-hmm. so that's where these mo- movies have their moments definitely um i like yeah. let me let me let me mm-hmm. say this uh, I own uh, this and two other Ernest movies on a DVD uh, <laughs> that I purchased lo- many years ago. And uh, Criterion? Was, no, just. Jack saw the movie, like the DVD box, and was like, "What is this?" And I, I told him about it, and I was like, "This is a funny guy that I used to watch as a kid." And he really now wants to watch Ernest Goes to Jail. Wow. To the point where before I came to start recording, he came out of his room after putting him to bed. He's like, we were supposed to watch Ernest Goes to Jail. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. I completely forgot that. So we'll. I'll be having to watch another Ernest movie this weekend. The same one, not another one, Jared. The same one. I I might, maybe I'll convince him to just watch camp for. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You got to tell him you got to watch it in the chronological order. Yeah. We got to go back to the beginning, kid. You're not going to, we're going to have to go back to the commercials. We got a lot of ads to show you. There was a Saturday morning TV show. There was a sketch show. We're going to have some, a lot of shit to the, the Ernest franchise goes deep, yes. not coming soon to franchise first timers, patreon.com slash 90. I love the idea of the, my, my young, young nephew complaining about an Ernest movie. not being able to see it or, or that he watches it and complains about it. What, I will. What, what do you like better there? Um, the fact that he just really wants to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. yeah. <laughs> and if he thinks it sucks, then yeah, that would be pretty <laughs> too. Yeah, the idea of a, a toddler throwing a tantrum about watching <laughs> Ernest is pretty great, actually. I I do own Scared Stupid, so maybe I can like you know shut him up and have him go to his room if he if, you know <laughs> be like I'm gonna put on the trolls again. <laughs> Oh, you think it'll scare him? Scare the hell out of him. I was scared as a kid, and I was older than him. I wasn't scared stupid. I was scared silly, I would say. (laughs) I was scared straight, like in the prison system. Ernest scares straight. (laughs) Yeah, that would be good. The evangelical love version of it. I'm going to turn you into my personal puppet. You know what they call me? The puppet master. Oh, hi, Vern. This is the puppet master. It's actually Trantor they're doing the scaring straight. <laughs> you don't want to be a troll. <laughs> is that his name? But I do. Trantor. Trantor. Yeah, the troll. You don't remember oh Trantor? 
No, Come but on, I do man. remember that he has a distant relative at the beginning of the movie that's just Ernest. It's Jim Varney dressed with like chops, dude, <laughs> and, like old man makeup. Go to the Wikipedia page for the Ernest character and look at how many family members uh, he actually plays for himself. Technically, oh, all of those characters that he slips into are family members of oh, Ernest. God. And like if the, I'm not mistaken, yeah. the redheaded one with the glasses in some continuities is supposed to be his wife. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. My God. So we could have got like a clumps, uh, movie yeah, out, of, there's, out, of, out of Ernest. Again, yeah, I, I, I did some, too soon. I did a little deep diving into uh into it earlier today, and yeah, there's like there was a Saturday morning show where he did slip into a lot more of those characters and like had like segments with all like just you know which what's one of your what's your favorite Ernest character that he does? <laughs> what mine? Yeah. Uh, you don't have to know the name obviously but Right. Um, I like the Ottoman guy from Scared Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Deep cut. I like that one. How about you guys? I think I got... actually the the woman he play is the woman he plays in this movie. That character she recur she's recurring, right? Like yeah, he's done her before. The old yeah. woman. Yeah, That's, I'm a, that... I'm a pretty big fan of that one. That's his aunt. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I, 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 Edna world, I believe. I love the, you know the Bugs Bunny cross-dressing type characters. Mm-hmm. I love the attitude that she has. Like I didn't really you know pick up on it as a kid, but yeah, she's just mm-hmm. such a just got no time for this guard. Yeah. <laughs> a cigarette, a cigarette in her hand would have been a great addition. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a you know D- Disney offshoot. Sure. So only Nash, the villains though. can smoke only only nash right <laughs> and heroes get to use uh iphones right iPhones, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> so, correct that's crazy um so what have you okay so nash uh ruben has a plan and he, obviously he, he cuts his lawyer in on it it's like let's change the venue <laughs> they go yeah. to the prison which it happens a lot <laughs> and black female judge is like i'll allow it like they always do and it, uh, Lyle, that's Randall Tex Cobb from Ace Ventura, he uh, ends up like bonking Ernest out, right? He bonks him on the head. Yeah, he knocks like, call- him out. Fake, well, uh, Nash calls him over from the dumpster. <laughs> Ernest is not surprised to see another human that looks just like him. <laughs> and he, and he uh, walks over and, yeah, he gets conked out. And In fact, then, if anything, uh, he's more confused as to whether or not he's the one being referred to. Like, yes. oh, maybe that guy who looks just like me is looking for someone else. What? <laughs> right. Me? And it takes him a long time after he wakes up and they switch places. And, you know, now Nash is Ernest and Ernest is Nash in the prison system in his clothes. But it takes him so long to realize that he, like he he goes to to eat with all the prisoners <laughs> And he's got his tray, and he thinks that it's just all the other jurors, like just yeah. a lot of jurors, just eating lunch together. <laughs> Fifty in Angry this, Jurors, my favorite movie. In this pink prison, yeah, uh, it's a bumping. Are, it's it, look, it's a it's a hot gig if you can get it. You know, you mm-hmm. want to go to that cafeteria. That's where you're gonna get all the guys that you can go into the other room with. Good food, but they don't have steak sauce. So he's making a lot of noise. And the the guard hears that, and he you know everybody has to line up before they eat. That's just protocol. And Ernest doesn't know that he's he's not a prisoner. And then the fucking guard comes down, and he goes easy on him. He just says, uh, "Eat slime ball," and like they all get to eat. And he's all like, "I didn't know that was on the menu." Like, oh yeah, grease it? ball, grease ball, right? I didn't order grease ball. 
so it's a joke (laughs) he goes back to his cell like and that's when he realizes once he's in the in literally in the box with randall tex cobb his cellmate that he is uh in in jail imprisoned after he's threatened to be thrown in the hole it's it's not even so much the fact that he's in the cell it's the fact that it's the hole right oh wait no that's the that's a bad thing he knows about the hole yeah and uh the the he also is oblivious to the fact that uh he has a death sentence the guy that he's supposed to be so that's uh too bad for him yeah and, no, a quick uh, fingerprint uh check would have easily solved this, for the, <laughs> <laughs> this mix up yeah i think so like all right this uh, guy's claiming he's not who he is let's just check his fingerprints well they're you, the same that's funny actually have you guys been watching uh uh oh fuck what's it called it's the spinoff of the suicide squad James Gunn's doing it. Peacemaker. Peacemaker. No, mm-hmm. I haven't. But I, I got to be honest with you. After I'm, I'm so against Book of Boba Fett that it makes me want to watch <laughs> Peacemaker, and I had no interest in it before. But I might go and watch it now because I. Just I like, would just, is- just go to watch it just to see the opening credit sequence. <laughs> it's like I, I usually, you know, you hit skip intro on all yeah. these like mm-hmm. streaming platforms. I watch it every single time because it's amazing. <laughs> but my point was there is actually a similar plot point in peacemaker to this whole earnest thing with uh, a mix-up of putting someone else in jail who doesn't belong there same oh, thing really? they look at his fingerprints to to figure it out there you go right there there's people who know what they're doing in that yeah. uh in that movie james gunn saw ernest goes to jail and he's like he's like no, i will no, not make that same I'm, gonna, mistake. I'm gonna i'm gonna fix this i'm gonna cr- i'm gonna correct this for pop culture yeah. <laughs> Um, and now we're kind of getting to see a little bit of what Nash is up to, but mostly what Ernest is up to in the prison system. He has to start acting the part of this guy, Nash. So he that's when we get to see his uh, flurry of impressions of apparently his family members that he auditions for Randall Tex Cobb. And he just kind of it's like that montage where like they're doing the styles and they give him the nod or the no. <laughs> like he's yeah, doing yeah. like a bunch of voices <laughs> for him. Mm hmm. And a lot of it in this one is just to me, five of them are like the same, like an like an angry southerner guy, like a gruff southern guy. That's kind of his thing. That's kind of yeah. Kinda, but he does uh, he does like a Rocky. He totally does like right. a Stallone. Yeah, that's the one family member. I don't think Sylvester Stallone is in his family. <laughs> yeah, who's but... that one, Jerry? <laughs> that's my cousin Sylvester. <laughs> um. That's he owns what, part of Planet Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> he does really well for himself. And there are a few like um, escape attempts along the way. Uh, there's a catapult at some point. Yeah. The fly swatter gag. Yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> he, I don't know struck that thing he, outside. He, he, car- he carves an assault rifle out of a single <laughs> bar of soap, which is uh, pretty damn funny. Yeah, and then it goes limp at the end. <laughs> When he he gets uh, eventually, I think one of his attempts is thwarted, so he gets chained with like a ball and chain, and two of them. That's where he gets those How big convenient. old woman titties. <laughs> he gets woman to be that. <laughs> he gets to be that old lady <laughs> who goes up and tries to persuade the guard by guilting him into opening the door and letting her see uh, her her convict's uh, boy. But then the the titties fall, <laughs> as they do. Gravity, yeah. you know. Titties be falling. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so it's all going bad. And meanwhile, Nash is uh, 
he's acclimating pretty well. Chuck and Bobby don't notice that all they notice is that he might be in love because he's changed his appearance. He's acting differently. He's probably in love with Charlotte. That's all. Meanwhile, Charlotte is like, what's up with Ernest lately? And, but she's not really calling too much attention to it or confronting him about it. But he's kind of like, like it. Yeah, it feels like when he kisses her, and that comes a lot later. He, uh, she, I love, I actually really dig her reaction. It's like kinda she only has a few seconds to pull this off. She like adjusts her hair, adjusts, adjusts her hair, <laughs> and she kind of smirks, but she's also taken aback and a little uncomfortable. Like, yeah, a lot know? happens in those five seconds of yeah. her reaction. It's pretty good. Way to go, lady, Charlotte. <laughs> Who's Charlotte? I don't know what she's ever Barbara, done. Barbara Bush. Oh! <laughs> it's, it's Barbara Bush. Wow, yeah, she Barbara was young. Bush. Yeah. Oh, not gonna do it. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> oh my. Not gonna do it. That's, that's when he asked her not to do the movie. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Bar, you're not gonna do it. <laughs> Can we just talk about it? Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Can I finish? <laughs> Why'd you have to bring Ross Perot over here to make your case? <laughs> Can't I finish? That guy that bar. I did not have sexual relations. That depends on what the definition of is is. Mm. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> uh, I'm Jimmy Carter. I build houses. And I'm uh, uh, jelly beans. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> and uh, I I also like uh, jelly beans. I've been known to have a few. Edge. I don't know. Throwing Trump there at the end. And uh, Debbie likes to Debbie likes to have them jelly beans too. <laughs> <laughs> in our in I our love movie. the chairs just waiting. <laughs> I'm just going to wait this one out. <laughs> I'm glad I brought this up because in our movie that's coming this year, uh, Rick's character, you know, he's a bit of a foil. And uh, he's like he fancies himself a comedian and he does a bunch of George W. Bush <laughs> impressions. That's just me. Camera. That was me just playing myself. No. <laughs> no. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> um. I love the George. Not anyway, not that. Um Barbara Bush is in this. Yeah. Uh, Nash is so he's acclimating nicely. He turns Ernest's pad into like, you know, a real like, fuck pad. Like Con- Hugh Hefner's bedroom. The Continental, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah, that's Vern also in those sketches. Did you know that? With Christopher mm-hmm. Walken? What? Vern is the camera with the arms with the glove on it. That's Vern. <laughs> yep. From it's, Ernest. What we didn't, oh, what we don't know is that it is secretly a a, a gay affair that uh, he's been ha- the Continental that, that's been happening in the Continental. Champagne. Now we are. <laughs> Talk about yeah, all the women he invites in are a front. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all Vern. <laughs> We're all Vern. We are all Vern. And it's Vern's only chance to get away from Ernest. 
Yeah, to visit true. the Continental. Or Vern does not like Ernest. Let's be honest. If you no. watch those commercials, Vern's always trying to get him the fuck out of his house. And Is that like, right? Ernest scared. Or Ernest go um, saves Christmas. He uh-huh. literally goes to Vern's house and he like brings in a tree and he's also like, just you're fucking causing all this problem. You don't hear him, but you know, let he's me like, ask you get this. Out, get out, get out. No, no, I don't. He's always shaking his head. No. Is the whole movie from Vern's POV? I no no none of the movies I think are intentionally from well here's the weird thing is that Ernest goes to camp is the one where he like does acknowledge the camera right in the beginning Mm. but then that's kind of it you know like he he talks to us like he does that safety first monologue and then like after that he kind of like slips out of it and like doesn't refer to it and then there's the moment where they like bring Vern in to saves Christmas with this whole sequence of him delivering a tree to Vern's house and you just never see Vern. That's right. Yeah. There's just a sequence in that one. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, you don't, he doesn't talk to the camera in this or in scared stupid. He just kind of monologues to himself. He just, a lot of soliloquies (laughs) to himself. A lot of people don't know this, but uh, Vern is also hardcore Henry. (laughs) Sure. Sure. From the titular hardcore Henry. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, what ends up happening throughout this whole movie, okay? Ernest eventually, like, time's running out. But he's made so many friends. Let's talk about the arm wrestling scene. <laughs> Randall texts Cobb to, to, in order to cover for Nash still. He gets in an arm wrestling match with this guy who has, like, a, a scorpion tattooed in the middle of his forehead, I think. It's a good like place a for one. or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they get in an arm wrestling match. And he's clearly going to lose. But then Randall Tex busts out a blade. And he's like... Don't don't win. And guys, he, he forfeits. And that's I love how that it looks like a cheese knife, though. It looks like a fancy <laughs> cheese knife. Like he's gonna cut shiv with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna graze you with this dull shiv, and, uh, and he wins. A little, a little layer off. So Ernest makes all these friends inside because he's just a likable guy, and uh, eventually, like he still doesn't get it that he's gonna hey, die. Yeah. Doesn't do much. It doesn't do good for Mr. Nash's reputation in this prison when he eventually is returned. You know. <laughs> and the, but then he he makes him a superhero. Nash's uh, rep becomes like he's Shocker from Wes Craven's Shocker. <laughs> now, <laughs> like, um. So yeah, that's what ends up happening. Charles Napier's in this, by the way. He plays the warden. Yeah. He goes, uh, Nash, Nash, Nash. Like, uh, he uh, gets him strapped to the chair. And, uh, yeah, Ernest becomes a superhero. They do not bother putting the the head thing all the way down on his head. They're just kind of like, maybe that's why he this happened to him. They didn't <laughs> yeah, there wasn't full contact. Yeah, he didn't have the sponge and everything. Yeah. He also didn't have that residual magnetism. <laughs> but he's just, about to get it. Uh, I, actually, I actually kind of love that they... Because when, the when the first two moments of his residual magnetism happen i i'm like all right the gag we get it you know we saw it once we don't need to see it again and then when Uh they make it a plot when they make it a main plot point and he turns into this electro man this uh i actually kind of dug that i was like all right it reminds me of uh how many times do i have to tell you that structurally speaking <laughs> He's got to become the Electro Man again. John August is here again, guys. What the big fuck do I have to do go. to get it through your fucking heads that according yeah. to the fucking structure of this fucking movie, we he's going to be fucking Electro Man again. Tim Burton's going to replace you with John Logan anyway. Something. Yeah, 
Yeah, that'll go fucking well for him. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, um, Ernest, uh, he becomes a superhero. He ends up making his escape. He's got that residual magnetism. Yeah. Which doesn't he, really do much for him. It just makes him look cool. But the real yeah. power is shooting lightning from his fingers. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't even yeah. look that. Yeah, he's he doesn't even look that cool because he's having like spasms the whole time. <laughs> yeah, <you know. laughs> I mean, to yeah. be fair, it's like it's kind of funny and like <laughs> it, it goes with his physical comedy. Yeah, he gets force it's a, it's lightning a, basically. Yeah, he he can he becomes Emperor Palpatine to a <laughs> very. <laughs> Minor degree. Shaking as much as Palpatine in nine, too. You know, it's just not in good shape. <laughs> Jesus. Poor Ian McDiarmid. I every like every time I think about Palpatine's return, I like it. I guess in theory, I know it's polarizing, but I just poor, think of poor Ian McDiarmid being rolled into set. <laughs> like, what are we doing today? Fuck. You're gonna do the Force lightning now, Ian. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. That's great. That's great. Keep rolling. And then he stops. He's like, God damn it, we didn't get it. Um, it all comes to a head when Nash, like, his cover gets blown, doesn't it? And he has to hold Charlotte hostage at the bank, and he also holds Chuck and Bobby hostage, allowing for Chuck to make those squealy noises that he does a few yeah, times. Yeah, like anti-scream almost. <laughs> That and uh, Dennis Nedry's laugh in uh, Jurassic Park are two very unique noises. Yeah, we need to get uh, get all of the just record all of those from everything that that's ever been in and loop it into a nice musical number. Yes. Yeah. With farts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love it. Um. So, yeah, there's also, isn't there a bomb? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't there a bomb? Yes. And he doesn't so much blow. Well, he doesn't get his cover blown as much as he just is. He's like, fuck this. I'm Nash. I'm not Ernest. This is a bomb. I'm putting a, do you think Ernest could put a time bomb on this safe without exploding? Mm hmm. It's and then like he, he, gets he really just, with Charlotte. It's almost like he gets annoyed that no one has figured it out yet. <laughs> right, so he's yeah. just like, "You fucking assholes! <laughs> I'm not Ernest. I'm robbing this place. <laughs> I'm putting a bomb here. I'm not <laughs> Ernest." Does he? Uh, do they try that glass case that they did earlier with Mister Whatever Bank Manager guy on him? They Something do like near that. the end because that's where Ernest gets electrified again. For the mm. fourth time. Yeah. yeah. Not enough. I mean, we need more electrocution. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> not that's enough, funny. frankly. Not enough. Yeah. That's why they brought yeah. it back and rides again. And you're like, guys, I, I told you before, we didn't do it enough. We got to do it again. what the people want. It really is. Like, that one is, like, probably the biggest fan favorite. If you're a true oh. Ernest fan, then you, like, ride rides <laughs> it's, again. Honestly, it's nothing but fan service. And quite frankly, <laughs> I don't respect it for that reason. <laughs> oh, it's the episode nine of Ernest. <laughs> Movies. Yeah, you know, uh, very polarizing. Ernest. Let's talk. Uh, okay, <laughs> so episode seven, Poe Dameron's <laughs> meeting up. Poe Dameron meets up with. Actually, if you want, yeah, if you want, you should listen to uh, Jared Mike's on the on the Patreon franchise yes. first timers. They did the Star Wars films. 
It's true, we did, and we will so. be returning to Star Wars to do the and uh, do do the television series at some point in the future. Oh, ho, ho. so you'll have to because, watch Boba Fett then. Yeah, I'm watching it now, and I'm not happy about it. I have to watch it a second time. <laughs> Jared just has his arms folded and a thumb thumbs down every now and then. Yeah, Here's, this is it's like his son wanting to watch Ernest so bad. Yeah, <laughs> grumpy. This is literally like. Yeah. If the intention of this year, like, uh, uh, let me be clear here. I have no stakes in Boba Fett. I don't give a shit whatsoever. I think Boba <laughs> Fett is always... Obama. Well, uh, <laughs> let me be uh, clear. <laughs> let me be clear. I am I'm a fan of Boba Fett. I've got I no stakes no in this game. <laughs> I don't think he's, I think he's, quite frankly, overrated. You, um, hey, no, I, I've always said that Boba fired. Fett is... Over, Boba Fett is overrated. He doesn't do much. He, like... His friend lies to him, and like that's how he gets Han Solo. Like it's it's I don't it's bullshit. Point being, Boba Fett, not uh, that impressive. Do they do an episode where he said he in Empire where he's like he's preparing to sit at the table and waiting for them? You know that part where they <laughs> they do a the flashback in Boba Fett and he's just waiting at the dinner. yeah he's yeah. like he's setting up when he's laying in a fucking bath to tank again. For the like seventh time in a row, he's like, "I need to heal some more." And then we just get a flashback to him adjusting the chairs around the table and moving <laughs> the forks the... in the right place. Oh shit! I think that's a robot chicken bit. That's a hundred percent robot chicken bit. Fuck, gotta be. Um, I have to give credit where credits due. Sure. Sorry. So anyway, with with my no stakes in Boba Fett, just to, before we go back to Ernest, has to second. finish his point. So this wasn't pointless. <laughs> if the intention of the series was for them to be like. Look, Boba Fett doesn't really do anything in the movies and is overrated, so let's take Boba Fett's balls away. <laughs> that would be great. I'm all for that, you know? But it's, instead, it's just this boring slog for four episodes, and then they're like, fuck it, Mandalorian. Here's another one. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I don't know what they got, how they're going to wrap this up, or how they're going to make me care. You might be Peggy right, though. Carter they might have been like, look, up. you're going to you ask for shit. Fine. We'll show you. We'll give you what you want. and We'll see. It's disappointing and we can move on. I mean, like <laughs> to learn that, like John Favreau would be like, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Boba Fett either. I think he's quite overrated, too. Like the thing about Star he, Wars is that Boba Fett sucks. You know, like that's a bad John that? Favreau. No, I'm just saying if that uh, it was the truth, that would be great. I would have had an impression if you were chopping vegetables or something. (laughs) I shouldn't try to workshop impressions with such (laughs) This is the place to do it, dude. (laughs) This is the place to do it with friends and and lots of listeners. I just need handwork, like chopping vegetables to buy the the voice. (laughs) Yeah. I just no, I, 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 I'm better at doing the John Favreau interrupting thing, which is (laughs) that that's his whole shtick. As that's, that's the thing that he does. What, do, you, do you want me to keep <laughs> doing this? <laughs> See, yeah, I, I, I can keep going if you want me to. Don't you think it's, it's going to be a problem like, at some point? Who did it first, Vince Vaughn or you? Oh, I mean, no, it's no. like you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I think it all. I think it's all fabs. Mm. And Vince Vaughn just like I, I can do this with a lot more energy. And, and then wings. like just kill, just take it down, Vince. We're tired of you. <laughs> Go do a drama. Go do a go do a, a detective. Mm-hmm. Go do a go do a truth detective. Uh, <laughs> go do a uh, home, <laughs> home box office. Go do a truth police. All right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, back. Do you watch the truth police? <laughs> <laughs> that was, was my favorite for uh, that Tim Roth series. Lie to me, the truth police. <laughs> truth Boy, I'm a truth cop. <laughs> truth police. 
Not uh, me, will you? <laughs> <laughs> That's what that show was about. Lie to me, will you? <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> what? Uh, so, so, yeah, he becomes Electro Man one more time and, like, mm-hmm. he also gains the power of flight in this process. Well, well is, cool. uh, uh, is it is it Bobby who tries to explain what's happening because otherwise no one would know what's going on? Bobby's like, oh, he's polarized. Gravity has no effect on him. And then Ernest starts to fly <laughs> through the roof. That's the silent Bob moment. And guess what? His name is Bobby. So who did Kevin Smith steal from Ernest? I think they they both stole from Penn and Teller, and Teller never talks. <laughs> they they just couldn't do it as good as Penn and Teller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. You know what? God damn it, you're right. <laughs> when you're right, so, you're right. Ernest is flying around, zipping through the skies like um, uh, one of the Eternals, and uh, <laughs> like Icarus. <laughs> God, did you see Eternals, Rick? I haven't yet, no. Okay. You know what? <laughs> so, so I didn't get the joke. <laughs> you know what? Forget it. Fuck uh, it. Good luck with that one. <laughs> um, Eternals is the book of Boba Fett of the Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe. They had, okay, you so there's a, big, there's a big battle between the earnest and the evil earnest. <laughs> and it's just like... I uh, thought you were talking about the Eternals! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Ernest is a celestial. <laughs> I knew it. They worked him into the MCU. Electro yeah. Man. So he's awesome. a giant floating head in space. Fuck yeah. It's just and Jim Varney's. It's a CG Jim Varney. <laughs> Rick, Rick, did you see Ghostbusters? I did didn't see that either. Never I'm so mind. behind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never is mind. Ernest in Ghostbusters Afterlife? <laughs> they CG <laughs> Ernest into that. <laughs> He's appearing in everything. <laughs> I would love he, that. He is the bad guy at the end. Yeah. George Jim Lucas Barney put him in the prequels. Was, George Lucas mm-hmm. put him in the prequels. And they got rid of Jar Jar Binks and they put <laughs> Ernest in. Jim Barney. <laughs> I, better movie. Better oh, better funny. story. Better character. Uh, hey. All right. Fumbling with those balls at the end. Those glowy blue balls at the end. When they're fighting. Mm-hmm. Oh, me so sorry, know what I mean? You <laughs> um, thinking, you the people going to die? <laughs> so, uh, what ends up, how does he end up besting Nash here? He falls through the skylight after flying, zipping through the air. Oh, right. So <laughs> Nash does the exact same move. Ernest sets him up the way he was pulled by the floor buffer. So mm-hmm. Ernest gets him tangled into the floor buffer, hits, flips the button a bunch again, so it goes on the fritz. It goes mm-hmm. up the clear rail in the set of the bank. <laughs> <laughs> and then it falls to the ground, knocks him out, and then Ernest uses his powers to Iron Man into space so that the bomb explodes <laughs> away from everyone. And then to he fully goes tie it into marble. Like cartoon, like black smoke, you yeah. know, like bomb exploded. Wily e. Coyote. Mario I at the end of level five in Mario World. <laughs> Jeez. I would have loved it if Nash also got those electric powers and they were shooting sparks oh, fuck, at yeah. each other. But they're Wouldn't red. They just look like the fucking Harry Potter. Harry Potter. And they <laughs> they yeah. just start flying in the air and it's just two people. <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> two <laughs> Ernest. <laughs> 
Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Know what I mean? <laughs> How many Verns would there be? You know? <laughs> Probably just one. The Avernals. Oh, <laughs> anyway. The Avernals. <laughs> Amazing. Good night, everybody. Yeah, that's it. See you later. I'm Rick Schuler. <laughs> Rick's Might just gonna people. leave now. It's like we're gonna keep going. He's like, you guys finish this. <laughs> yeah, put that in at the end. Um. Oh. So yeah, it, there's not much else to say. He he saves the day. The bomb has uh, been exploded in the sky, and uh, he he gets he gets a, I think he gets a smooch from Charlotte, probably. And then he, I think he gets that bank te- that sweet sweet bank teller job too. I don't think we see that though. We don't really? see anything. He, he comes, comes down. Back yeah. Right. It just abruptly ends, right? Yeah. He says, I, I just came, I saw, I got blowed up. <laughs> that's and it. Falls backwards, and that's it. I just it's, like, we don't well, know I what just happens like to, to think Nash. That that's, happens. Yeah, your desire to see it, put it into your yeah. memory. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's a real, um, what do you call that? Uh, the Nelson Mandela effect. <laughs> yes. It's a Bernstein, uh, <laughs> Bernstein yeah. moment. They, the uh, Nelson Mandela effect. You have to say the whole thing. <laughs> But to this movie's credit, they, you know, every like like Back to the Future, everything is set up perfectly in the beginning of this movie, and paid off at the end. Oh, hundred percent. Electro Man just should have gotten his own doll, quite frankly, his own pull string doll, and it's just it's Electro Man, and <laughs> that's the only two sounds that <laughs> it's it too makes. Too sane. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when Jim Varney played a Jim Carney on The Simpsons? <laughs> oh my god, that's right. Yeah, that's right. It's one of my favorites. Remember when he played a Beverly Hillbilly in a movie version of, you know, back when the Jed Clampett. Yeah, that's it right. It didn't yeah. rhyme though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. I honestly, I was, I couldn't remember the name Jed Clampett. I was like trying to, I was like, hopefully it would come to me in the middle of <laughs> Beverly Hillbilly. <laughs> That's a definitely a 90 over 90 movie. Just 10 out of 10, five stars. Beverly Hillbillies, uh, the adaptation. No, it's only, not. I have only good memories of it. Uh, I don't but like. I it. haven't seen it in like 15. That's to how you have to years. keep it. If you watch it again, it'll all disappear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll end up having to watch it again for something. <laughs> That's why I haven't talked to most of my contacts for years. <laughs> I just want to like. I want to remember them as they were. Don't talk to me. I'll ruin me. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'll do I it. Talked, I haven't talked to my sister in 10 years just because we had a, one last good conversation, you know? You don't want to ruin that. <laughs> hey, hey, I'll see you later. Her, that's it. Her, she's so got a kid. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Fuck, care. I don't, I don't Rick, know. that conversation was too you good. You know I got engaged, Rick? No. Uh, what? I did. I did. I got oh, it. hell yeah. Uh, Congrats, dude. Thanks, man. I'm sorry. I thought you knew it because, like, you know, the, the social media and everything. I'm not a big, like, uh, announcer either. So yeah. uh, on New Year's Eve, I got engaged. Oh, that's great, dude. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I'm learning about it right here on the podcast. <laughs> I actually, well, I could share I'll, you know, I could share some news with you guys yeah, if you yeah, want. Yeah. I'll do it right please, here in the moment. Please. Uh, I'm gonna be a daddy. Yeah. When did you find out? We're all leveling up. Uh, Jenny's like 18 weeks along. Wow. Nice. Great. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we (laughs) since we did IVF and did genetic testing, we got to pick the gender. 
Oh, which is probably going to be a, a, a topic of conflict in the future. <laughs> Picking gender when. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we uh, we're going to have a little girl. Awesome. Aww, fantastic. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I'm, we're super excited. Yeah. Aww. Congrats. Well, look at us leveling up. I that's know, that's I know. The, the, like Ernest. We have all get, we're all gaining. <laughs> we're all leveling up. I'll be Electro Dad. Yeah. And I'll be Electro <laughs> Man. Husband, husband Man. Yeah. Sure. Now I'll, I'll keep doing my <laughs> thing. <laughs> Yay. Uh, well, hey, that sounds like a uh, a great place to at least end this episode. Uh, all right. Because that is the end of the movie. Like I said, it came, you saw, he blowed up. There's a goofy ass song, and look how much fun we had on this movie montage. And then that's it. We're out of there, and uh, that's gonna be a John Cherry directed. John Cherry, famous director. That's my wife said. Famous director John Cherry. (laughs) Yeah. John R. Cherry the third, director of commercials and other earnest uh, subjects. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. What more needs to be said, Vern? Well, hey, that was the letter E, and we'll be back next week with the letter F, and it will not be an F of a movie. Um, that fucking... <laughs> oh, leave that, leave that in. You don't take that out. And it won't be an you F of a movie. Sit in that sin. <laughs> I tell you what, the oh. movie will not be an F. Yeah, it's gonna be real great. So tune in to that one. You're gonna be a dad. Dad jokes are coming, baby. <laughs> yeah, Jerry's actually teaching me. That was a teaching yeah. moment. Yeah, and yeah, you fucked it up. <laughs> you effed it up. <laughs> you effed it up. Yeah. Uh, you know, we will be back next week with the letter F in our 90 under 90 A to Z. Uh, Rick, let them know where they can find your good voice. Uh, yeah, so I do a podcast called Four Guys on a Train. You can find us the same place you find this podcast, uh, on your podcatcher of, of your choice. Um, yeah, it's just me and two buddies, and we try to make each other laugh and do little, uh, I don't know, segments and shoot the shit. Well, there you go. Shooting the shit with four guys on a train. <laughs> uh, I think you should add to the title. Shooting the yeah. shit with four yes. guys on a train. Shooting the shit with four guys on a train who happen to be best friends. Yeah, and they're not, and they're not, and aren't on a train. And it's yeah. only three of, and there's only three of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long title, but it's a great podcast. But it's, it's important to know we're very good friends. <laughs> I don't, I don't, don't, forget, don't forget that part. Just we're as many characters as you can, le- you could not legally, you could just actually fit in there. <laughs> legally, Apple Podcasts. I will I'm be sorry. arrested. I am going You're to be arrested. Just, we're gonna have to. Title. We're gonna have to find you, sir. All right. <laughs> Well, that's where you can find uh, Rick, and you can find us, you know, in the same place. I'm places. around. <laughs> I'm around. And until uh, next week for this show, I'm Jeremy Eden. Hey, I'm Dan Eden Vern. And I'm Papa Rick Schuler. <laughs> <laughs> that's a wrap. What do you mean you're out of chocolate? How can that be?